another di another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to this uh, packed filled episode of another digital citizen. It's packed and filled with goodness, like my good friend Luke. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's going okay. This is the Packed. Fro Luke show. It's not the Luke Fro show. <laughs> this is my favorite show because it is my show. Mm hmm. It's the Luke Fro thank, show. Thank, thank you, Tom Green. You're welcome. It, that song stuck in my head. I figured I'd just open up with it. <laughs> Uh, that shit was ahead of so, its time. When you think about like YouTube mm -hmm. videos now, and you look at old Tom Green show, you're like, wait, that's just YouTube. But they didn't have YouTube yet. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little like uh, that, and and uh, also uh, 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 Jackass. That's true. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah especially the early Jackass stuff. Like yeah, very mm -hmm. like what 2014 YouTube yeah, something like that yeah. So you that follow those things, what is the whole thing uh, with Death Needles and uh, Mr. Penguins? I think we'll we'll talk about that in the Jeremy round. There's too much to go into to start the show with Ted. I think <laughs> it's just so silly. I, I watch hours of stuff on it, and I still don't understand, so I, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll talk about it in the Jeremy. I have it written down as something to talk about. Uh, okay. But it's it's so uh, a nothing. It's so messed it's a no, it's, it's a nothing so, burger. Yeah. But at the same time, doing also so meta. everybody's doing more stuff on nothing than is necessary. I don't know how to describe it other yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah, good good bite of a nothing burger. That's that's more or less this week. I have done nothing. Uh, I have experienced nothing, and I feel nothing. Okay. How yeah. do you how do you feel about American cheese? Eh. What do you, what do you think of when you think of American cheese? I think of hamburgers and cheeseburgers and things like that. Yeah, it's great on. Hamburgers. I mean, yeah. you can't beat American cheese on on a hamburger. You can, but uh, yeah, I guess so. Oh, uh, yes. I think if Norwegian I cheese is better, is much better. I am not going to back down on this. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about American cheese as in like cheddar. I'm talking about American cheese. Oh no, I the process. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I understand that. Right. But I'm am ju just saying that Norwegian cheese is much better on the and on the hamburger. Is than there like a American cheese? American, not, like you know, American cheese isn't really cheese. It's like an emulsified blend of a lot of different things. Right. Uh. uh no. There's nothing. There's nothing comparable in 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 Norwegian stores now. Right. It says here, uh, like traditional American cheese. Mm -hmm. Uh. A traditional American cheese consists of a, a variety of uh, ingredients such as emulsifiers blended together to to be made. It could be made of anything, 
uh, like cheddar cheese, Colby cheese, curd cheese, or granulated cheese. Uh, mm. But there, there's something in America. We there's like a vast variety of what people would call American cheese because there's like Kraft singles. Yes. Right there's Lucerine. Yes. There's all these different brands of what people call yes. American cheese, but they're all different. All those ones are garbage cheese to me, as far as American yes. cheeses go. There's there was a thing called government cheese. Look it up. It's on Wikipedia. This that yeah, I'm is, sure it is that's the good yeah. American quote unquote cheese. Uh, you got to get the good. You got if you're going for the good stuff. Um, but if you go to a Norwegian like cheese store, yes, we have actually cheese stores there in in Norway. I'm sure we have uh, cheese stores, but <laughs> right. But uh, but uh, uh, you you can even get anything close to to American cheese. Uh, well, I, government I, I, cheese. I still remember. Yeah, sorry. Government mm -hmm. cheese is kind of different than American cheese, but it, <laughs> it's like uh, very similar, like. Kraft in those places saw government cheese and they made their own version of it so that they could brand mm. that and then sell it. Uh, it. Government cheese was a commodity cheese which was controlled by the U.S. government during World War II uh, to the early 1980s. And they've actually brought, they brought it back in 2000, August 2016. The Department of Agriculture stated that it planned to uh, purchase approximately 11 million pounds of cheese. Currently, the USDA Food and Nutrition Service uh, seniors over the age of 60 are eligible for a 32-ounce block of cheese by the government. So if you're over 60, you can get a free block of cheese, of government cheese. Wow. Just to let you know, currently, right now. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we, we have nothing like that. We have absolutely nothing like that. Uh I I still remember uh, the time where like cheese strings were extremely popular in Norway. Yeah, I, people are probably like, why? Maybe. Why are we bringing up government cheese, right? Well, uh, we'll get well, this. will go. We need it for our nothing burger. We'll get this. Will get us. <laughs> we do. We need it for the nothing burger. Exactly. Yes. Because it's going to get us into the news. Because uh, guess who introduced government cheese to to America from? Gosh. Sounds pretty socialist, right? Uh, I am going to guess Lincoln. Well, we had at the time there was a surplus stockpile of government milk, uh, okay. and butter was stockpiled to. Uh, so the government was like, "We, we have oh, way too much World of this." World War Two. That's uh, that's a little too early. Uh, to the nineteen eighties, though. Yeah. So Reagan. Exactly. <laughs> Reagan was a socialist, everybody. I'm a good guess, sir. Oh I, I, when people look yeah. back at Reagan, they, uh, they think of like this uh, right-wing person, which is 100% true, and he's a terrible guy. But he had so also had socialist policies, which is funny to think about. Then people kind of just gloss over that. Uh... If we look through history, I, I do find it interesting, though, that it was a Republican that uh, abolished slavery. I do find that interesting. It's a certain I, I, government. I also think... Sorry? Go ahead. Yeah, hmm? Go ahead. Yeah, but I also think Republican uh, politics uh, during Lincoln was totally different than 
Republican <laughs> politics. I think today, that's so. a, going from that era, uh, comparing the 1980s to Lincoln, those are two different, totally different things. But government che- right. cheese was created to maintain the price of dairy when the dairy industry subsidies are artificially increased the supply of milk and created a surplus of milk that they then mm. converted into cheese, butter, and powdered milk, and they then gave it out to poor people uh, in food banks uh, using the temporary emergency food assistance program uh, and the food nutrition service. Uh, so the reason they did it is because they just had too much shit. And it goes makes me think of the pandemic when there was way, mm. we had way too many like cows and too many sheep and all these other things and um, pigs. And so they decided to just kill them off. Just, mur- mm-hmm. just murder animals instead of just using that surplus and giving it out to poor people. Like, we already did mm-hmm. that once. Why didn't we do it again during the pandemic, right? Um, yeah, no, that would have been socialism. Exactly. It, you could, we can't, you we can't, can't do, do that. that socialism stuff. Right, exactly. Ugh. But Ugh. that was under Trump, and this was under Reagan. So, the whole, like you said, the, everything's been flipped on its head. This week, uh, I didn't put it in the news, but there's a... A Republican in some district, I think is a congressman, is switching from being a, a a Republican to being a Democrat this week. Oh, during the election? Uh, yeah, I believe he he okay. he's like switching over. Um, he's already elected. One of the and, he, and he's switching yeah. over to his to the other side. Yeah. Because there was one of the M states that had an election this week, wasn't it? I don't think. It I was think there were multiple states that had that had finalized have final elections this week. Yeah. Right. I but I do remember there was an M state where a woman won, that kind of was similar to Taylor Green. Oh, I have no idea. That. Um, yeah. Oh, it says here. Yeah, no. Colorado GOP senator. Becomes Democrat, um, citing falsehoods of election fraud or election fraud, saying he's against. Oh yeah, he's not. Against, he's not against no, the policies no. of the Republicans. He's just against okay. that they say that the election was stolen. That's the reason he's switching so, over to the Democrats. Yeah, not policy. So she, <laughs> look, here's the funny thing. She won the primary in in her. Uh, in her party, in the Republican Party, okay, came out afterwards said that uh, there was election fraud in her par uh, in in that uh, thing, and that was the thing that got uh, Crowder uh, banned from YouTube, having her on. That's why I know of it. Oh right, right, right. Okay, yeah, the Crowder thing. Right. What was her name? Yes. What was her name again? Do you have it? Have it there somewhere? No. <laughs> that's but but that's why I all of a sudden remembered it. And I think she she was in an M state, but yeah. Okay. Well, I guess my point is uh, the government cheese as far as American cheese goes is way better. It's way better right. cheese, way better quality than the stuff you're going to get from Kraft or Lucerin, uh which is another big mm, cheese brand here in America. Uh, I have had Kraft cheese. Uh, I guess my point is socialist cheese is better. 
<laughs> that I agree to because Norwegian cheese is amazing. Okay. I mean, we have great cheese yeah. here. We, there's a, a Tillamook is a brand here in Oregon, which makes amazing mm. cheese, amazing cheddar, amazing cheese curds. Uh, yeah. Tell who? <laughs> <laughs> Tell Amo. <laughs> Till Amo. Yeah. It's actually yeah, a cheese yeah. co-op. So it's like a co-op uh, business. Oh. All the cheeses slipped together. Yeah, all the all the it's like the cows they live in harmony. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Mm. Yep, that's how it is. And there's no, there's no. Uh, all all the cows have the same color, so there's no racism. Well, that's not true. I've been... The cows are all different. There's brown cows. In the co-op. Uh, in the co-op. <laughs> in the co-op. There's... All the co uh, cows have the same colors. So I should say one thing about some. the government cheese and uh, dairy surplus. Mm. There was also, at the same time, a surplus on corn. And that's what created... I was just going to say that. That's yeah. what created... Uh, what is it called? Uh, Cornflex. Cornflakes and uh, all the corn sweeteners that we have that are basically right. making our entire country giant fat people. Those that was also right. created. In, so there's good and bad things, I guess, about that whole situation with Reagan. Hey, people that likes and eats cornflakes in 2022, Google how you're eating a cereal that was made to make people less horny. And I'm not even joking with you. That is a fact. Yeah, we're a bunch of Puritans here in America. Just Puritan Puritanicals. Was made, was made to make people less horny. It really worked out well. Yep. It was it a, really, definitely a product. That, it was great! <laughs> that's Frosted Flakes, but I think it's the same company. Shh, shh, shh. shh. It was... Oh, it was a funny joke anyway. You know what would be good? A crossover between Frosted Flakes and Tiger King. Him in jail doing... Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. There, That's the thing I would love to see. I was trying to transition us into the news, and I feel like th this is the best yeah, transition no, we're going to have we're, right here, where, we're where so I just go, the away. news. <laughs> <laughs> the news. Let's talk about the news. Uh, agency identified 77, 70, yeah, uh -huh. I can talk, 700 uh, pages of classified records at Trump Pump. Were they all about cheese? It, well, he's trying to figure out what that Big Mac cheese is, which it's probably, <laughs> it's not Kraft, I know that, but uh, the U.S. National, and why do they only put one piece of cheese on a Big Mac? That's fucking bullshit. I know. It's so bullshit. Why is there only one piece of cheese on there? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Sorry. If you okay, here fun fact: uh, if you get a Big Mac in in Norway and you order it with with cheese, you actually I know what kind of cheese it is because they like advertise it in the stores. It's Jalsberg. It's called Jalsberg. Oh yeah, I like Jalsberg. Yeah, that's a good. And yeah. they have good butter and they have good cheese. Yeah, that's a. Quality. Yeah. Uh, you know why I know about that? Uh, Box Mac. They use Box Yal Mac. Yalsberg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Right, the USC National Archive discovered more than 700 pages of class. We are we are just off the rails. <laughs> we are completely off of, off the This episode. <laughs> the US National Archive oh. discovered more than seven more than 700 pages of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. In addition to material seized this month by FBI agents including newly disclosed uh, letters uh, in newly disclosed letters uh, the agency sent to Republicans' former attorney. The large quantity mm-hmm. of classified materials w- was recovered from 15 boxes in January by the National Archives. Some marked top secret, and this provides insight into what led the FBI court-authorized August 8th search of Trump's residence at Mar-a-Lago Resort in Palm Beach. The agency is, uh, is responsible for preserving these records. Uh, the letter, the May 10th letter was sent by acting U.S. archivist uh, to Trump's attorney. It was released late Monday by John Solomon, a conservative journalist uh, who Trump authorized in June to access, to access these records. Okay. So this was put out by like a right-wing, right-wing media. Okay. So they could be doing this to... Uh, to try to make Trump look better, being like, "Oh, look, they're guards right. going after him." Exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, we don't have it in the news, but uh, uh, to stop the investigation, Trump has now sued them. So he's attempting to sue them for it, right? Right. Uh, we're not really sure where that's going to go. We might talk about it next week, or it could be another nothing burger, possibly. Right. A delicious delicious nothing burger with cheese. <laughs> with Norwegian cheese. <laughs> with Jarlsberg. <laughs> with Jarlsberg. Yeah. But Big uh, Mac sauce is good. It, that was our number one condiment when we did the cheeseburger uh, tournament, if you remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I could eat tons of that. Uh, but, yeah, no... Uh, uh, talking about Nothing Burger, um, <laughs> because this is a big Nothing Burger. Alex Jones turns on, I'm not sure he turns on Donald Trump, but we will talk about it. And uh, back Right, he's uh, flip-flopped run. since this. since this, yeah. yeah. And uh, he backed uh, Ron DeSantis. Uh, no, he hasn't. <laughs> he's gone back to Trump. <laughs> kind of? I would say he he. More... Trump called him and say, "Don't hurt me, don't <laughs> hurt me, no more." Boo 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 da boo boo. What um, is love? Far right conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has thrown his backing behind Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, withdrawing his support from Tom Trump during an Infowars broadcast this week. Jones declared that he would no longer support Trump. Jones said he disagreed with Trump over Operation Warp Speed. Uh, the former president's launch of COVID-19 vaccines. He added that he believed Trump needed to keep in power... Oh, needed to be kept in power in time to prevent Joe Biden from being elected president. And this is a quote. That said, I'm supporting DeSantis. DeSantis just gone from being awesome to being unbelievably good, Jones said. Uh, in DeSantis's eyes, when watching footage... Uh, of the lawmaker, we have something who's, we have someone who's better than Trump, way better than Trump, Jones said. 
Sounds like he's backing him into me, Fro. I don't know about that flip flop you were saying, because that's no. pretty. Good. Yeah. That's not exactly like he's mincing words there. Not really, no. <laughs> I'm very unsure what to say. No, I'm not. Yeah, no. But yeah, no. You try to go back on this, but uh, it's. I. Uh, you talked a little. I don't know if we recorded this or not, but we were talking a little about, like. When someone more dangerous than Donald Trump will come around. And Ron DeSantis is definitely more dangerous than Trump. Are I we used to I have... no joke. I no joke would rather have a one month term with Trump than uh two terms with DeSantis. We had a, a Republican on a, a Trump supporter a few times just to like mm-hmm talk to them and figure out like where they were coming from um years ago what like 2017 or something like w- way back uh mm-hmm. and we talked to them about who they would want if Trump wasn't in and even back then that person was for DeSantis if you remember mm-hmm. um I do remember that yeah they were also an Alex Jones avid Alex Jones listener if I remember correctly right uh, yes they were <laughs> But it makes me seeing this makes me go. Uh, clearly, Trump has more sway in this than uh, than Alex Jones, and in circus, mm. circles like this, Alex Jones is like the, a demigod. So for people to turn against Alex Jones for Trump makes me, makes me realize how much Trump really has like taken over uh, the Republican Party to the point where like. Mm. Some people aren't even going to accept Ron DeSantis because Trump is like the return of Jesus to these people. You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. There's no replacement for Jesus, right? Like, you can have uh, you can have somebody who looks like Jesus and acts like Jesus, but they're not Jesus in these people's mind. And right. to these yeah. people, Trump yeah. is Jesus. So, and I mean, I would like to have more pictures of the White House filled with nothing burgers. Remember that? What, the time that the football players... Remember that time the football players came to the White House and Trump served them uh, Big Macs and fries from McDonald's with, like, <laughs> chicken nuggets? You know... That's the fun. Still, still, when I think of that picture, I smile. It's so like, funny I, because I, you know, yeah. like... Ten minutes after you leave a McDonald's, the Big Mac tastes like shit. You have to eat it, like, mm-hmm. right a fucking way. So you know all that food tasted like garbage. Yeah. And all those Big like Macs hour, only had one piece hour of cheese. In, hour in of, of of when people come there. Like, it's it's cold McDonald's fries. Right. There's nothing more depressing than cold McDonald's fries. It was all sitting there, and they're all having to take photo ops with it and stuff before it... Oh, right, gosh, exactly. Yeah. And there were no, like warmers and even if you put a big mac under a warmer the <laughs> lettuce is going to get all wilted and gross yeah <sighs> well at, at least things are getting better in taiwan right uh, yeah right at least we're not going to war with china or anything right at least there's no like Things that would be dangerous with with China now nowadays, because they are very calm and collected people down there. 
Yeah, because Taiwan wants to ensure its partners have reliable supply of semiconductors or quote-unquote democracy chips, the president of Taiwan told. That is one of the worst kind of chips I have ever heard. Salted? Yes. Democracy? No. Is this like Freedom Fries, except British <laughs> democracy chips? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. He, he told us oh. to a governor uh, of a U.S. state of Indiana on Monday, saying China's threats mean fellow democracies have to co cooperate with each other. Uh, Eric mm. Holcomb, the governor, a Republican, is making his third trip to Taiwan this month. Uh, after the delegation of U.S. Nancy Pelosi visited briefly, briefly infuriating China, uh, a, a, th this happens a week after Pelosi's visit and five lawmakers led by Senator Ed Markey traveled to Taiwan. Uh, so now we're... I guess it, it, the whole thing is those were all like Democrats, right? Mm -hmm. This is a Republican now doing it. Uh, I think mm -hmm. the one thing I've always said in the past is when Democrats and Republicans agree on something, be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they agree on this. I, well, I, I, I agree on that, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would be very afraid. China always firmly opposes the U.S. conducting official changes with Taiwan in any form or in any guise, uh, a statement said. Holcomb is due to meet representatives of the Taiwan Semiconductor Companies and visit. Uh, um, and his visit is amid an expansion of links between his state and the island, which is home to the world's largest uh, chip maker. Right. Another thing is, like we've said in the past, uh, even mm. when Nancy Pelosi originally went there, we were like, this is all about computer chips. This is not about mm. democracy for Taiwan or, like, uh, freedom for Taiwan or anything like that. This is about computer chips to put in tanks so that we can murder brown people in the Middle East. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the sad part of it. That's... Uh... That uh, people people don't realize all the tactics that is around this, and people don't really see see how this is hurting uh, more than it's helping. And uh, I I I don't know if people are not willing to see it, but I I just don't think they are. They they don't see they don't really see the reason behind all of this. But at least uh, in 2020, we talked about this uh, plot to kidnap the uh, Michigan go uh, Governor Whitmer. Uh, they have uh, been now convicted. Uh, two men uh, have been convicted of consp conspiring to ki kidnap uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Um. The result was a big victory for the U.S. Justice Department. A different jury just four months ago couldn't reach a decision, uh, but acquitted two other mm -hmm. men uh, in a stunning conclusion. If you remember that, we covered two two of the men yeah. were not found guilty. Their arrest nearly two years ago came 
uh, during an extremely tense time during the election between Joe Biden and Donald Trump, if you remember, mm-hmm. uh, jury selection in the retrial co- coincidentally occurred a day after the search of Mar-a-Lago's estate. Okay. Yeah. So this is all happening kind Strange. of all at the same time. Uh, if you remember, uh, this one of the reasons that some of the other two men were released is because of the the FBI was kind of in on this whole thing. Um, they were right. I do also remember that they were kind of pushing this whole thing. Um, yes, they were more or less saying, "Hey, shouldn't we like make a plan or maybe like." Writing style, like right. about like how we should kidnap people, and it says here the investigation began when an army veteran joined a Mich- Michigan paramilitary group and became alarmed when he heard them talking about killing police. The FBI turned it into a major domestic terrorism case and put in two informants mm. and two undercover agents into the group. Evidence showed the group had many gripes uh, with Whitmere. Uh, Foxcroft and others accompanied accompanied these government operatives, traveled to North Michigan to see the vacation home of Whitmere. Uh, Ty Garbin and Caleb Franks were also on that ride. They pleaded guilty and testified testified for the prosecution. Um, David Porter, who leads the FBI in Western Michigan, hailed these verdicts. Uh, defense attorneys tried to put the FBI on trial and repeatedly emphasized through cross-examination of witnesses during the closing remarks that federal players were present at every crucial event and entrapped the two men right. in, in the situation. So, yeah, and they were they also what what they were like uh, put on. It was like a kidnapping scheme and attempts to use a weapon of mass destruction. It's like okay, that's weird. Uh, yeah, what is, did, I don't remember, I don't remember seeing that, but does it say what the weapon was? No. no okay. Clue. Right. Um, it just, like I, I've said in the past, it reminds me of all the, um, Muslim men that were put through the same kind of situation during right. 9-11. So, yeah. Uh, not that these men aren't bad people. It's just oh, the, no, they, they, they're douchebags. Right. On. Yeah, but the method that the FBI uses to go after these people is also um, not uh, sound. Well, now we're really going to talk about the Nothing Burger of the Week, because holy shit, this is being blown out of proportion. This is like a double Nothing Burger uh, with, yes. with bacon. Yeah. yeah, with nothing bacon. <laughs> <laughs> with turkey bacon, which is worse than nothing bacon. Yes. Turkey yeah. bacon is the worst kind of bacon. Uh, Finnish Prime Minister tests negatives for drugs after wild party video surfaces. Did you see this video? Oh, is the video out there? No, I would have watched it if oh, I yeah, knew the yeah. video was out there. Okay. There was just a little, like, short clip. Oh, well, maybe I did see it then. You, I, see, you, 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 like, see them dancing back and forth. I've been to more wild parties than that. I guarantee you I've been... I don't. I haven't even seen the video, and I can guarantee you I've been to more wild parties than that. <laughs> I haven't seen the video of the parties you've been to, and I can double confirm that. <laughs> A drug test taken by Finland Prime Minister last week found no traces of illegal substances. No narcotics were found in the Prime Minister's Aww. drug test, the Finnish government said in a brief statement Monday. 
adding that more details on the test will be available soon. Uh, the Finnish Prime Minister Sana Marin or Maran Marin. Sure. How do you? How would you say it? Sana Marin. Sana Marin. Sounds like a town in, like, Spain, doesn't it? Announced Friday that she had taken the voluntary drug test at her own expense. Oh, and so expensive. To prove that she did not use illicit <laughs> narcotics. Ever a video surfaced online showing her dancing at, at her a... own expense? They have social medicine in, <laughs> in, in, in Finland. And she's the it prime costs... minister, so I don't and think... And she's it... the prime minister. <laughs> Probably cost her, like, maybe two dollars... Uh, this is after she was shown dancing at a wild quote-unquote party with her friends. Yeah, super wild. She told reporters, I did nothing illegal. That's right, she did nothing. Why is this no. a story? She didn't do anything I, except for have a party with her friends. Yeah, but it was during the corona time and you shouldn't have... I mean... I can understand. I, I mean, the reason, the reason to let's be a hundred and ten percent honest. The reason why people are so up in arms of this is because she's very, very, very attractive. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, and they don't want to see like a specifically a female leader, I guess, in acting like this. Like, if it was a male right. leader having a party like this in Finland, would it be as big of a deal? You know <coughs> Boris Johnson. <laughs> Sorry? Hmm? Well, that's not Finland, but yeah, exactly. This, there were tons of other leaders who did things like this, even here in yeah. America, right? Yeah. And I guess it even was... Even Solberg did this. Remember when we talked about her party in Norway? Oh, yeah, that's true. That was part yeah. of the reason that they, they weren't happy with her at the time, and that went into, like, that was discussion even in in the election. Uh, hey, this right. lady was not following guidelines and everything like that as far as being a leader, right? Yeah, I guess, I mean, that does kind of go into it, but the whole idea of, like, it says here, the Finnish Prime Minister apologized for the publication of a photo that showed two women kissing and posing topless at the estate in her bathroom. Uh, she confirmed the photo was taken at her bathroom at an official residence. Uh, she, yeah, I, I have def, definitely not Googled this. The uh, Prime Minister sure. does not appear in the image, <laughs> and the two women featured have their breasts covered, and they are holding a sign it that says Finland. Finland. <laughs> yeah. So they're being patriotic yeah. in the photo, and somehow people still have a problem with it. Yeah. What? This is the biggest nothing burger ever. She uh, like yeah, Other than the fact that she was partying during COVID, which, like we said, plenty of other leaders did, and that yeah. was a long time ago, and bringing it up now is kind of irrelevant. Um, this all, also, like you said, just yeah. has to do with that she's an attractive female, uh, and that's the only reason this is a real story. And, and I can hear people saying, do you have any proof of that? Yes. Today she cried. No, I think it was yesterday. She cried during a press conference. And... Uh, Norwegian's uh, biggest newspaper were like, look at the video of her crying. People feel so bad for her now. Gosh, she's so pretty. Look at her. She cried. Can't make a woman cry. Uh, is that what it is? I mean, Jordan Peterson no cries no cry. all the fucking time, so I'm not sure <laughs> it has to do with being a woman. <laughs> no woman, no cry. 
No Jordan, uh. no Pry. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones is going to be crying pretty soon. I mean, he's losing, going to lose all of his supporters because of not backing Trump, and he's like going to lose all right. of his money because of that loss, these lawsuits. So, yeah. A- Alex, no cry. There you go. Soon he will be on the street selling nothing burgers. Oh wait, he already does that with his fucking medicine. Oh, he do- that Shit. literally is yeah. what he does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got the colloidal Buy- silver, guys. <laughs> Buy it. Buy my colloidal Buy silver. It. It's the best quality colloidal silver. <laughs> it works towards vampires. What is colloidal silver? I don't know, but I sell it because I'm Alex Jones. <laughs> Infowars.com. Uh, sorry. A clip of Dutch farmers spraying police uh, with hay dates to 2015 protest in Brussels. So why the fuck are we talking about it in 2022? Well, you'll see in a second. But this video is has been going around this week, and it's being attributed to a current protest. Uh. Uh, by Dutch farmers, but the video that's going around is not. The, uh, it's being attributed to now, even though it was from 2015. Does that make sense? Say that one more time because I, when I would pressed the video, all I could hear was before I could mute it. Okay. Uh, it says here users have shared a clip showing Dutch farmers spraying hay onto police line at, at an August 20. 2022 protest over plans of nitrogen emission cuts, but the mm. video actually dates back to 2015 demonstration in Belgium calling for the EU to provide emergency support me- measures for farmers after a Russian ban on U- EU food imports. The video hmm. circulating online shows a green tractor uh, directing a powerful jet of hay towards a police line. Okay, so let's watch the video in question. And then I'll go more into, like, what's true and what's not true in this fake news yeah. type story. Okay. Um, I really am going to tell you right now, turn the volume very much down. Well, I, I, I've got control of that, so go, d- okay. people don't have to worry about it. I'll take care of that. Give me a countdown. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Okay, so we're seeing a tractor literally shooting hay... At police, like riot police, and the riot police don't seem to give a shit at all. They're just standing there. Because it's hay. Yeah, but in America, if this was America, those cops would be shooting everybody at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? In America, and not obviously in the Netherlands. Like if this was happening in America, they're li- currently they're lighting the hay on fire in front of the police, and the police are doing nothing. Imagine if this was America. Is I guess my point. Yeah. Right. They're doing this in front of, obviously, and you saw the EU logo there on, on the building behind the police. See it? See the logo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this is not from this year, though. Like we said, this is from 2015. People are attributing it to that. Uh, according to Reuters Japan... I had to go to Reuters Japan to find the... <laughs> to find out what was actually going on with this clip from, but... Uh, the, wow. This 
clip was miscaptioned. The clip uh, of protesters directing a stream of hate towards police when it was not filmed in the Netherlands in 2020. The clip dates back to 2015 and was filmed in Brussels. Uh, but, meanwhile, Dutch farmers did take to the streets in July and August 22 and protested the government plans would require them to use less fertilizer and reduce their livestock. Uh, Reuters has, uh, has confirmed... Uh, that there is there there was a protest, and that uh, police were sprayed with feces. Uh, there just wasn't a video of it, right? So people are putting this this video out and saying it's what happened this month. Okay. But in actuality, this video isn't real. But the thing that they said happened is real. Right, so there's a very confusing. So a nothing burger. Right, exactly. Um, what? What is this? Yeah, so uh, it, it it's a little confusing because it's true that it happened, but it's not true. The video isn't isn't uh, isn't real. Well, it is real, but it it's not real to the the right. actual story. Exactly. Right. What the, what the fuck is going on? Uh, well, people just want they want they hear the story about the Dutch farmer shooting manure at police officers, and they're like that. <laughs> that's an image I want to like portray and use as a defense for me as like a right wing person because this is all coming from a right wing perspective. Right. Um, yeah. They're saying, look at the even these socialists are going in, are mad at the government. Uh, and they're using this clip that was filmed in 2015, claiming it is from this month, but in actuality, it's not the the video isn't from this month. But those protests are real and are happening in the Netherlands. So, huh. which yeah, it, it's a weird case of like it is fake news, but it's also not fake news. Yeah. Well, the most important news we still have uh, yet to tell you because Spanish Stone Edge has reemerged because it's been so fucking <laughs> little rain. A Spanish Stonehenge has reemerged amid the country's devastating drought. Obviously, there's a drought all over, well, Europe and the world right now. A historic. Uh, right. Even Norway has problem with water. Uh. A historic marvel officially called the Dolmen of Guadalajara has only been visible four times, according to officials. Experts believe the striking circle of dozens of megalithic stones has existed since 5000 BC. However, it was originally discovered by German archaeologists in 1926. Uh, it was then flooded in 1963 due to a rural development project. What? Mm. <laughs> that would never happen in America. I don't know about Norway, but if you had a me megalith structure, would you be like, yeah, but we want to build, like, some duplexes. No. So, <laughs> uh, now the structure sits on the corner of Val de Cannes Reservoir, located in the country's central province, as Spain faces its worst drought in 60 years. Officials say the water level of the reservoir has dropped to 28% of its original capacity. Uh, the structure itself has no known creator, experts say. 
I've never heard of this yeah. before, as far I've as, I've never like... heard of this in my entire life. Okay, yeah. Uh, 5,000 BC, by the way. Yeah. Aliens, of course. Yeah, right? Ancient aliens, exactly. Must have been. Hello? I mean, it's just... I mean, because both you and me are Scientologists, so we believe that. Right, or Mormons, or any a number of other people that believe in aliens. Um, <laughs> hey, don't hey to the to the Mormons that are here hearing this for the first time. Yes, you believe in aliens. Relax. Relax. It's all it's all good. Uh, there plan- all good. There's literally a TV show here in America <laughs> called Ancient Aliens that people watch. All it's still on TV. I don't know how it's still on TV. <laughs> because I think if you did anything about ancient aliens on YouTube, it would probably be banned as a conspiracy theory. But if you're if you do it on Discovery Channel, it's fine. So, mm. yeah, because it's 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 factual, <laughs> right? You put it, it, it probably uh, on History Channel is probably what it's actually on because it's history. Uh, it's the history of the human race, right? And yeah. they created this megalith uh, structure. So yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, but I mean, I've seen pictures of it. It, it looks like uh, I would say that it looks like a graveyard. With uh... yeah, but if you look at the down below, there's a picture of one of the stones next to a human, um, mm-hmm. and her dog, and a woman and her dog. Uh, you could tell they're very big graveyards. Yeah, right. It's much bigger than like a normal gravestone. Uh, right, but it kind of looks like that. But th- clearly, they were put up by like they're not random it looks like some something put there on purpose but uh, right. but this was done like like we said 5000 BC so um must have been ancient aliens or like the first time Jesus came around i guess he did it maybe i think maybe it was the queen she's 5 5000 years old right it must have been a, at the same time that humans and dinosaurs were hanging out together, according to the Christians. <laughs> oh my God! Have you have you uh, have you ever heard of a guy called Ken Hoven? No. Uh, well, maybe he, I have Ken. Okay, he he's the guy that had uh, uh, has the Noah's Ark Museum. Oh, Ken Hovind. Ho- oh, Hovind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Hovind. Yeah. And uh, and uh, he believes that uh, uh, dinosaurs didn't and that place get shut together. down though? I think that place did shut, it. Uh, I think they um, when COVID happened, they lost a ton of money and then it shut down. I could be wrong. Yeah, okay. yeah. but Christians don't care about COVID, so <laughs> maybe it's back. <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't know this, but Hoven was arrested in Alabama. Uh, in July 30th, 2021, for allegedly throwing his estranged wife to the ground on October 2020. Additionally, he uh, per- or she petitioned for a protective order. Uh, he was sentenced to one year in jail and would sus- uh, f- be suspended following 30 days in court. Yeah, he was arrested for domestic abuse. <laughs> that guy. Wow. Good Christian values. Yeah, good Christian values there. (laughs) Proving once and for all. Uh, PlayStation uh, are being sued for five billion. That's B with a billion pounds. That's a lot of money. Um, Over ripoff. 
Why is the PlayStation a ripoff? Uh, they're being sued in the UK over ripping off its customers with overpriced games and in-game purchases. Like, in-game purchases, I think that could count for any country, but... Uh, right. The group le yeah. group's legal action, led by a consumer rights champion, Alec Neal, could see almost 9 million gamers compensated by PlayStation. It claims that... Sony breached competition laws, imposing unfair terms and conditions on game developers and publishers, in turn driving up prices for consumers. The claim filed at the Competition Appeal Tribunal alleges that the gaming company abused its position in the market as a market leader sorry, to impose terms and conditions on game developers and publishers, including a 30% commission on every digital game and in-game purchase made through the PlayStation Store. The legal claim, case claims that Sony uh, Sony's actions have driven up prices for consumers, resulting in customers being unwittingly overcharged uh, for digital pur purchases. The estimated mm. d damages per individual in the claim is said to be between 67 pounds to 562 pounds. Uh, it applies to any customer who purchased games or add-on content even through their PlayStation console uh, and the PlayStation Store since August 2016, but within the UK. So you have to be a UK resident. Aww, I wanted my money. Right, it says PlayStation users will automatically have a claim if they owned a console between August 2019, live in the UK, purchase digital games online, or made in-game purchases via the PlayStation Store. Right. Right. Uh, who's the biggest devil in American politics right now? <clears throat> right now? Uh, I, well, I guess it would be Trump, right? I mean, uh, yeah. Steve Bannon, I guess, maybe? Steve Bannon is kind of ba the... Bannon, yeah. He's kind of the uh, troll behind... Uh, or the troll under the bridge that, that is Trump, right? Right, definitely. Yeah, no, without Steve Bannon, there's no Trump. But I would say in the past it probably would have been Dick Cheney, and now his daughter is like, is like oh, yeah. beloved by the Democrats for beloved. some reason. So yeah, yeah, she's uh, what is her name again? Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney. Yeah. And her her father, Dick Cheney, has come out and backed her against Trump and all these things. And I've seen like right. Democratic news people be like praising Dick Cheney for going against Trump, and it's like, you know who Dick Cheney mm -hmm. is, right? Right? Yeah. He's a guy who actually <laughs> did steal an election, proven, in 2000. He stole the election of, away from Al Gore. Literally, that was an actual stolen election that actually was stolen. <laughs> yeah, if if anybody wants to, like, point to a stolen election, it's definitely there. Yeah, it's the Bush-Cheney era. That was a stolen, yeah. stolen presidency. Yep. Most definitely. Well, uh, Trump thinks he's the devil in the Norwegian politics. Do you think he... he yeah, he's uh, running for office. I don't think this mm -hmm. clip is going to do him any favors of winning, probably, but uh, we're going to play yeah. it anyways, so... Hello, this is Trump, but Trump tells the truth. Politics need a devil, and I'm going to be that fucking devil. Earlier today, I sat in a meeting. A long meeting. People just talking, talking, talking. I had spent the day eating pizza in the park with my wife. So I attended the middle digitally. Well, I did attend the meeting, but 
After a while, I was bored. I also listened to music and it told me to myself, why the fuck am I sitting in this meeting? So I went on and watched Better Call Soul on TV. It's one year to election. So in that meeting, a lot of assholes just want to kiss each other's ass. Everybody want to kiss ass these days. A guy in my party who never talks to me, he meets me in the bus, looked the other way. So he was my friend yesterday. Kiss ass is part of the game. Every election I've gone through had been, well, basically the same. I tried to be a little kind of different. But then I go in back to the fall. The safety of politics. The safety of being an asshole. The safety of doing the same shit. Listening to the same shit. And telling the same boring people. When you're up, everybody wants to suck your cock. When you're down, everybody wants to kick your ass. It's the same shit anyway. But, so what can I do different? Well, I can do this segment. For six years I have. Warning people that are against Trump. Tell them to vote Hillary. Tell them to like Biden. Tell them to this, to that. What I fucking hate and what I not hate. So, what is my next adventure, you say? What can I do I haven't done? I made podcasts, swearing, lost two radio programs. Now I work as security. What more can I fucking do? Because my party will never really nominate me, but a lot of my former party didn't either. But the electorates did elect me in, in some kind of position. I'm in a situation that I have nothing to lose. I haven't had something with nothing to lose for many years. What am I fighting for? The party? Myself? What? I'm a philosophical bullshit now? I'm just boring you? I try to kiss your ass but pretend I'm special? I think in the next election in Norway, in 2023, we need more humor. And I'm going to provide it. I'm going to provide a lot of it. With the serious politics, of course. Because I want free drugs. Bordellos. No, fucking I don't want I want people to make their own fucking choices, agree in the politics and so blah, 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 blah. But if you're going to do that, you need to speak differently. Speak harder. Don't try to be the most perfect candidate there is. Who gives a fuck about that? They want politicians to have lived a little. A few days ago, uh, last week, I guess, that the Prime Minister of Finland was criticized. She was having a party. And somebody also who was watching the tape had maybe heard a word who looks like somebody said something about drugs. Well, what the fuck? Who gives a shit? A lot of people make it into a scandal. It wasn't a scandal. It was never a fucking scandal. A scandal is when a racist motherfucker who get peed on by prostitutes having mass meeting look like the Nuremberg Congress. That is serious. But a female prime minister snorting cocaine or licking somebody's ass and having an orgy, I think that's quite okay. No, she didn't do all those things, but you know what I'm getting. I have partnering a lot in politics for the last 30 years. I've been drinking. And I've been drinking with journalists. I've been drinking with other party members. I've been smoking cannabis in the office to the Minister of Justice. In, uh, no, 
not in the parliament, but yeah, he had the office in the party building. And I've done a lot of fucking shit. I've been drinking, I've been fucking, and I do it all over fucking again. Maybe some parts not, and maybe some parts more. I'm turning 48 next year. I can be a candidate, but I want to be a candidate of my own principle. I don't give a shit anymore. I do give a shit, but I don't give a shit how half the electors see me. I like to take a fucking drink. I like to smoke cannabis, even if it's not legal. I like to do a lot of fucking shit. I like to just say to some asshole conspiracy theorist fuckhead that he can go fuck himself and go suck his own fucking cock or rim the diarrhea asshole of a Bush senior's dead body. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna step up to the next level. I hope I get elected so I can make more fucking noise. Take down politicians with suits and ties and all kinds of fuck. You know, some of the fucking meetings I sit in the city council is like, oh, we did this, we did that, look at me, we have to be perfect, stand up for values, the flag, blah, 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 blah. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ, can you take the patriotism and shove it up their fucking asshole? I'm gonna have an election about fun and politics. Politics? and fun. I'm gonna be the fucking devil. When they say I go low, I will fucking go lower. Why? Because it's fun. Because I'm fucking tired. And a lot of other people are tired too. They don't give a shit with the politicians. Perfect. They just want things done. They don't give a shit about the politician speaks perfect either. They just want things to get fucking done. So, I'm gonna get things done. I'm gonna keep on making these segments and I'm gonna make podcasts who I hope we get sued because we need more fun. But we also need change. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. Have a fucking nice evening and week. That was uh, Tron telling the truth. Yeah, good luck, Tron. Yeah, um, we're rooting for you. Um, when is the election? When are the elections? They're like next year? Next year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Beginning of next year, or mid next year, what are we looking at? A September. Oh, so a while, like a, a full year, basically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but now's the time if you're going to do like a campaign thing. This would be when you would start, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Are we rooting for him? I I I, I hope he doesn't win. Do you get it? <laughs> you hope he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> See if he listens. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for somebody to uh, always kind of shake things up, and if he's willing to shake things up, I don't I don't mind that. I guess. So what what you're telling me is that you would vote for Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift? No, I I yeah, because she likes to shake it off, shake it off, no, shake it off, oh. shake it up. Uh, those are two different things, oh. but oh, oh okay. <laughs> I've seen some stupid television show. I can definitely say that this week because I uh, finally saw Cosmic Love. Uh, oh yeah, that I watched week. last week, right? Yeah, 
This was really good. <clears throat> it's no, it accurate to real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because I saw a cut uh, cut video that everybody was covering this week, and there was one girl in the cut, mm. uh, you know, the button on cut. Yeah, yeah. And, and she was like, the reason she hit the button on this guy is because he was like the wrong... Uh, the wrong what is astrological sign that was the oh, reason okay. she hit the button on him and then everybody behind her was or after him was like just waiting to hit the button on this lady because they're like that is the dumbest reason you know what i mean but yeah no uh, i think i very much liked uh, the there was one girl in there i i thought was kind of funny the california girl with the blonde hair um you thought she but was yeah, no. funny? I guess, yeah, funny. Yeah. Funny. Yes. Funny. In sure. The, in, in the way that I find most girls like that very funny. Sure. Okay. Not that they are funny. But what I, did you think about the, I, the way they set up the rules of the quote-unquote game, though? I didn't understand it, look. <laughs> okay. It's just so stupid and convoluted. I don't understand how you win. That's the thing. Me neither. Yeah, no. But at the end, you get married, right? That's <laughs> yeah. so confusing. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. What did you watch? Oh, give it oh, a score? Oh, give it a four. A four. Oh, higher than I would have gone. Three. 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 Okay. Uh, I saw Tales of the Walking Dead, which you saw last week. Another thing. That, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, you know, an, an-, an- anthology type. Walking Dead show, right? So, I wanted most to talk about because, like I said, uh, of the two that I watched uh, that week, mm-hmm. I thought the second one was very much better. Um, I kind of liked the first one better because I I wanted to see more of that story and didn't. I liked the comedy aspect of the first one, if that makes sense. Of the Terry Crews one, yeah, really? yeah, I, I okay. like. Because I don't... I got sick and tired of Walking Dead, like, a while ago. And I didn't like the other yeah, me too. Walking yeah. Dead show. And so to see, like, a comedic spin on that same kind of concept made me more interested in it than it being, like, a serious Walking Dead type show. If that makes sense. I, I would well, rather see Well, the second episode was, like, a Groundhog hard, hard Day. Groundhog's in, Day, yeah. Yeah, in... in, in uh, yeah, it was more uh, experimental, I, I, I guess. Sorry? More experimental, yeah. Yes, yeah. And that's kind of what I liked about it. Uh, I still I still watch it. I, 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 I think it's okay. There's only two episodes out, which is weird because I swear it's been a week and there should be another episode out by now, but yeah. when I went and looked at it, there was still only two episodes, so a little confusing. Yeah, I didn't find any, any more episodes. Um, but maybe they released the two first episodes and they think like they will release the third one the third week because... I guess so. I yeah, or whatever. Or maybe it was released online as two and then... Uh, on TV as one at a time, so maybe that's right. what happened. I, I'm not really sure, but uh, as far as these episodes go, I, I'm not a huge fan of anthology shows to begin with. Um, 
I am a, because I know. I'd rather yeah. I would have rather seen just a continuation of episode one and followed these two characters and got to know them mm. and stuff. But and then zombie shows in and of themselves are kind of played out. Um, mm-hmm. So this feels like a cash grab in the sense that like the last ditch effort to try to get as much shit out of this zombie genre as we can. Uh, in that way, I was not a huge fan of it. So uh, I'll give it a f- I'll give it a five point five. Cool. I saw She Hulk Attorney at Law. Okay. Um, <laughs> what? I I'm not gonna watch this. So go ahead and say whatever you want about it. You can spoil it as much as you want. For me, I don't give a shit. I know you don't, but I I've only seen out one episode because only one episode is out. Right. Uh, Tatiana uh, Maslany uh, from Orphan Black is the head head girl, mm-hmm. and I like her. Sure, she's very she's very she's a good actor uh, actress, uh, and I I I think she kind of saves this show. Uh, She's she's funny, and I I kind of want to see the second uh, episode because the the first episode is just exposition. It's just like here is how I became the female Hulk, and see me train, and see me work and find things out, and how how the did this inflict an ending. I think this will be a lawyer show. I, I, I kind of I like that they didn't like focus on the uh, so hard on, on on the like superhero stuff. So I'm I'm more intrigued in this than anything else. I'm seeing that this, this is getting a beating online, and people are like hating hating on it and and find it very very like bad and shitty and bad but i i'm not sure what they wanted because i i i guess they wanted a superhero show and that's not really what this was sold as uh, so i don't really understand why people are getting so up in arms i'm not going to say it's the best show ever but i i will give it a f- six probably because the concept of the show is the most ridiculous nonsensical place to start as far as, like, a show concept that people, even without watching it, are going, why did you make this? That's probably more... That's my thoughts, but I don't know. What do you think about that? Because you've seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay. I mean, did the concept bring anything... Did the concept itself bring anything that you went, oh, that's... uh, That was... That needed to be made. No. No. Okay. No, absolutely no. And and that's why I'm giving it a six, but but I think it's better than I was expecting, and it's definitely much better than everybody is like giving it crap. I think uh, what hurts it uh, the most is the bad special effects and and bad bad rendering of the faces and things like that. But uh, yeah, no, I took it with a little like calm down, people. Like yeah, but yeah, no. It's it's nothing I I like I, I I really think about it like this. So five for me is like neutral. It's it's a yeah. It's just like uh, it's there. 
And six is not really a good character out of ten. I would say, like, if I give it 7.5 and up, I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, six is not really a recommend. It's just, like, I watched it. I think it was... But you're the, saying it's fine. Like, it's not... Yeah. Okay. I, I'm offended just by the fact that they spent money to make it. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like somebody was like, let's spend millions of dollars to make garbage when we could give this to homeless people. That an- annoys the crap out of me. Something that they didn't you could, you, waste you money could on. You say that about, about a lot of shows, though. Yeah, but this one in particular, because it's like, how does why this, this? Yeah, why this? Why, who thought this up? Yeah. Why call it what they did when there's Birdman attorney at law? Why uh, does it connect back to any of the rest of, like, the Marvel Universe in any way whatsoever? Mm. Yes or no, from the episode you no. saw? No. So, what's no. the point? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, other than other than that she's there with Mark Ruffalo, and, and it's Mark Ruffalo's fault. She gets, like, the whole power and things like that. So that's as much as it connects back. Okay. Sure. I saw a show called Sprung, something that was they didn't waste money on because it doesn't look like they spent a lot of money, but it's a very good that's show. For sure. It's really good. I was pleasantly surprised. Right, this is on Freevee, so you any anybody who has Amazon uh can get this for free with commercials obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh it's about a a few people that when the pandemic happened in 2020, uh, they were in prison, and because of COVID, uh, people who were like on the lower end of what uh, their sentence were released to uh, make it easier for prisons to control the outbreak, right? Mm-hmm. And these two guys who were cellmates get both get released, and this other woman also gets released who was like having a but having a relationship with him through the toilet. I don't even know how to explain it other than that. <laughs> uh, they all get released mm-hmm. and they kind of join up together with uh, one of the uh, inmates' mothers. And they form, what, a crime gang, a crime family, right? A syndicate. A syndicate, yeah. of A syndicate mm. of like, goofballs. But uh, the one guy is not really a, a criminal. He... He just was. He sold some weed when he was a kid, and he got put in prison for twenty years because of terrible drug laws during like uh, what? Probably the Reagan administration. <laughs> Going back to Reagan, mm-hmm. um, and so he never really did any real crime, but he spent so much time in prison that he just is a learn. He prison to him was like crime college. You know what I mean? So he knows mm. all this stuff about committing crimes and how to get away with it and what to do not to do because he talked to all these people who got caught for doing what they were doing, right? So mm-hmm. uh, he has all these ins of how to get the jobs done and the rest of them are are criminals, so they are willing to do it, right? He's the brains and they're the brawn in that sense. Uh, I was super surprised by how good the show was. I can't wait to watch more. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it an 8. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm up there with you. This came from nowhere and didn't have any... any. I didn't think this was going to be as good as it was. Uh, I had heard nothing about it. 
no one was really talking about it. Well, it's on Freevee, and I, so it's not exactly yeah. on a, you know, yeah, exactly. So, the, but I will give it a 7.5. I have not seen all. I'm very much interested in seeing more. You know who the mother is in the show? No. She's the girl from Goonies. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. She was, she dated Renner, River Phoenix before he died in, I, like, I, the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, she I I was like the whole time going this lady looks super familiar. Obviously she's much older now, but uh it good to see her back back doing things and I thought everybody acted really well in this so. Do you want to talk about Echoes? Echoes? Sure. Echoes. Echoes. Yeah, Echoes. let's talk about it. Uh it is about this uh Two twins that has this secret, and they uh, have done something very that we find out in the first episode. They have found uh, 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 switched back and forth their life, back and forth all the time. Not uh, all the time. They said they, in the first episode. Once a they, year. Yeah, Wasn't it? once a year they go and they switch lives so that they can because they're super identical twins. To the point where apparently even her husband, who can't tell the difference, right. Right. Uh, but uh, one of the sisters disappear. And uh, both of their lives, like, uh, begins to fall together. Um, fall apart. This is a bo boring, 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 boring fucking mess of a TV show. Yeah, the concept sounds su super interesting, right? Like, the concept <sighs> is like... That's great. Two twins, both sharing lives, and then one of them disappears because they're sick of the life that they're being they're, that they're currently living. And they and the other twin is like left to uh, pick up the pieces for both lives at that point, right? Um, that's but an interesting concept. Fucking happens in this show, right? The the concept is interesting. Execution incredibly <laughs> slow, boring, <laughs> plotting, and doesn't really like. It seems like something yeah. that could be taken... It could be like a three-episode thing, and it, it could be over. But they stretched it out. Like, everything's stretched. Yeah. It, it feels very, very stretched. And I, I think uh, one of my like favorite things to do when I don't like things is like watch the, the last episode to see if I, I... if I Missed anything? Missed anything. Right, okay. And, and no. <laughs> Just no. Just no. It's just like, yeah, just no. Apparently, I, I really, really, originally really this was an Australian show. Uh, it was on Australia, okay. and then it was picked up by Netflix. So it it does. I can see the Australian, um, what, uh, version of that. Well, no, the, the, I can see how it would do better to an Australian audience, maybe than to an American audience, right? Mm. Um, just se having seen other Australian shows. But mm. as far as, like, what I saw of it, the two episodes I saw, I would say too slow, too plotting, needs to get more to the point. Uh, the acting's decent. Some of the cin cinematography yeah. is good. Like I said, the yeah. concept is super interesting. The, oh, the execution is so much better. The execution yeah. is where the problem is, so I got to give it a, a four. I gave it a 3.5. We're all right on the same page. Okay. I saw What Happened to Richard Simmons. This was a okay. TMZ special. Okay. 
with Harvey okay. Levine. Levin? Harvey Levin. Uh, he he was like the, what do you call it? He he did the voiceover for the whole thing, so it's very TMZ. But you know, do you know the story of what happened with uh, you know who yes. Richard Simmons is, right? The workout yes, guy from yes, the nineties. Yes, 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 he he totally disappeared for a period. It turns out he disappeared because he was just sick of being in this public spotlight, and everybody right. was like, "What happened to Richard Simmons? Where did he go?" He People were yeah. kind of worried about him in the same way that they were worried about Britney. There is a very good documentary about us. <laughs> That's what, the, yeah. But this is TMZ doing a it's a hour and hour plus uh, kind of uh, thing going deep into like why he left, what he, what he, uh, the reason he kind of got out of the spotlight more has to do with like. People perceive him a specific way, and he was sick of trying to, like, maintain that uh, over-the-top personality, and uh, Mm -hmm. everybody, because he was a fitness person, everybody wanted him to look the same, because, you know, being a fitness person, the goal is to maintain your fitness, and that, all that pressure being put on him, uh, he just kind of was like, I'm sick of this, so he disappeared, and then people went and, like, pressured him to come back into the public spotlight, which makes me go, like, that. that's so annoying, you know what I mean? Like, just leave the guy alone. He gave you years and years of his life. Uh, and that's really what it comes down to is, like, he just was sick of being in the public spotlight, and even then people were, like, not willing to accept that. Does that make sense? Like, mm. people should just, if if, who's, like, the most famous person right now on, like, you, I, I, PewDiePie is a perfect perfect example. He disappeared mm-hmm. uh, for a while and then started coming back with totally different content. Uh, and people got really upset that he started that he disappeared for a while. But in actuality, he was just like, "I'm sick of being in the public spotlight." Uh, mm-hmm. But people still were kind of like forcing the issue. Yeah, and I think like. Once a person is in that situation, if they want to leave the public spotlight, it, you don't think about how hard that actually is. And in, I think this did a good job of kind of putting that into perspective. Like the what are they? What do you call it? The mm, interpersonal relationships you you put on celebrities. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, I saw very yeah. What would you give this? Sorry. Oh, well, I mean, it's TMZ, so it's not exactly, like, the pinnacle of great television. I'll give it a... I'll give it a five, right in the middle. Okay. I also saw a very interesting documentary that was uh, definitely more... uh, uh, gross. I saw Porn King, The Rise and Fall of Ron Jeremy. Oh, yeah, okay. What was, was where was this at? I didn't see this. Uh, it was on my. <laughs> I I downloaded it, so I'm not sure. Maybe it was HBO. I'm not sure. Sure, okay. Uh, but I know it was like Brit Sparks films that made it, but that doesn't really mean anything. But uh, yeah, no. Um, forty years in the adult. The film industry was this guy, and he raped people since 1968, I think they said, was the first first one they, they found. So pretty 
back uh, back then and uh, he was convicted in the UK or or he's standing trial in the UK sorry I'm not sure he's, if he's con convicted yet but uh, yeah no it's uh, uh, multiple charges of rape and sexual assault from people it's a very hard documentary to watch but it was also extremely interesting because uh, the first part of the documentary kind of felt like they were taking his side and the second part was like feeling that they were taking the lady's side so it was kind of like interesting in that way it was very good filmed and very good interviewed so this is on channel it. channel 4 bbc in the uk that's why it's not it's not in America, obviously. That's, that's uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I would give it a 7.5. I'm seeing a lot of people not happy about it as well as I'm looking through this stuff. Um, oh, really? People saying or people having problems with Saying that it lets the porn industry off the hook. Uh, instead, oh. uh, it says here, it, it focuses on whether his behavior should be considered in a surprising way, and if not, uh, what should be done to change it. Instead, it has a childish porn is cool attitude and Jeremy is portrayed devoid of context as just a lone predator and maybe that's the truth but this program did not convince me of the case uh, saying that it's an industry that like promotes this kind of stuff mm. I, I don't know about that but if the documentary mm. didn't put that into context that like he's in an industry that uh, this probably happens more than we think that could be something that I, that would be... What do you think about that? Because you saw it, obviously. Yeah, they didn't really... Uh, but this documentary is about him. If you want to make a documentary about sexual assault in the uh, industry, you may uh, make it about that. Right, but can't, you can't really disconnect the two when it comes to Ron Jeremy. <laughs> true, true, but... Uh, uh, was uh, Especially one lady that they had an interview with that was a porn star... That he uh, uh, raped and uh, uh, yeah, they talk about that. So I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess I, maybe their I mean, problem is like uh, saying like, yes, he is like a he may have been a lone predator in this situation, but maybe he was uh, a part of a system. Uh, yeah. yeah, a part of a system that not only uh, let him do it, but maybe even um, promoted that kind of situation, I guess. I don't know. Mm. It, I don't, that that's cause I'm not against the porn industry either. I'm not against sex, sex workers. So yeah, me neither. Uh, you have to consider though, that, that it is like, like you said, it's an industry. So, um, mm. let's talk about the undeclared war on Peacock. Did you okay. see this? No. It's about uh, the Russians attacking the UK through cyber warfare. It's not propaganda at all, though. So, um, it has Simon Pegg in it. There's that. It has Mike Rylance in it. It has Adrian Lester. So, a lot of people, a lot of British actors you've heard of. Um, cool. It, it's a. Uh, it's really crappy uh, NCIS. It's British NCIS, basically. Um, and it's interesting, 
it's well acted, but it's very, you know, propaganda-y. So in that way, I'd give it a... No shit, Sherlock. I'll give it a 3.5. It's not well shot either. It's very bland. Um, The only good thing is some of the uh, acting is decent, and some of the storyline could be interesting if it wasn't so propaganda-y. So there you go. Hey, look, do you want another reality cooking show look? Say no. Another reality cooking show, yeah. No, not. Say I no. don't. We don't. No. We don't really need that. But look, what if it's also a dating show? Yes, you want that. And it's called Hotties. It sure was a reality show. Yeah, I want. That was. Do you, can you my add three. really, really, really terrible innuendo <laughs> to the show, and then I might maybe I'd watch it. Because I need, like, uh, the worst, most uh, brutally gross uh, innuendos possible in my in my TV show, in my reality cooking show. <laughs> I, I'm guessing that you're seeing this. <laughs> there was a point where the host made a spit-roasting innuendo. Yep. yep. She, and she said it was a good... She said, bending she over and choking... It was a good thing. Bending mm-hmm. over and choking, but in a good way, is what she said. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Ah, this sure was a show. Yeah, no, it's uh, two groups of uh, people that are meeting up for a date. Uh, not only are they dating uh, on this program, they, but they are also making food together. So it's a cooking show, and they can win like 20000 uh, uh, pounds or dollars? I don't Do- know. Dollars. Sure what it was. Yeah. It was dollars. Okay. Uh, and uh, they can use it for a better date, or they can just split it if they don't don't want a date. Um. Yeah, that's the concept of it, doesn't it? Oh uh, well, and they have riveting? they have competitions that happen while they're trying to cook. So like, th- oh yeah, in the first one they have to eat spicy food, which obviously going to make it harder for them to to do the to do the uh, the cooking. Um, that just felt like what 2015 YouTube kind of mentality. <laughs> why why are they bringing hot ones into it? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, just terrible. I I don't I don't know what else to say. I The host was the worst part. She was she was the worst. And the the thing is like not even is she like uh engaging with them, but she's sitting in, in her own fucking trailer watching them. But it felt As like well. that um the show about the spoiled rich kids where the two guys yes. are sitting there looking at a suitcase yes. that doesn't actually <laughs> yeah. have like a TV on it. Yes. They're just yes. Yes. reacting to nothing. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Like they filmed yeah. her yeah. in that trailer completely devoid and separate of the rest of the television show. Yeah. And then she did yeah. a commentary. Yeah. That's what yeah. it felt like. I don't know. This was awful. What did, what did you think? Yeah, no, I hated it with uh, every inch of my uh, soul. I gave it a two. Yeah, I got to agree with you. A two is. I don't know how you, how you could get more convoluted and dumb. I mean, it's <laughs> it's dumb enough that it, the concept is so stupid that um, yeah, it makes sense that it would be made. I guess because it's just mindless brain fart TV, but. It didn't need to be made, I guess, is my point. 
I guess the last thing I saw was uh, Chad and JT go deep on Netflix, uh, based off of two guys on two on uh, internet personalities. Uh, they the first time I ever saw them was them doing um, comedy bits in city town halls, trying and, and and then it, it, their buddy would film it, and they would basically be coming up with like a really ridiculous concept for what they wanted done with the city, and it the the whole comedy of it was getting the reaction of not only the people in the crowd at these town halls, but also, obviously, the town hall committee or whatever itself, the council, city council, or mm-hmm. whatever town hall they were at. Uh, getting that reaction of, like, they're sitting there being like, we need a space to be able to tan our buttholes, and we're not able to do that, uh, so we want the city to... Uh, create a, a safe space for us, that kind of thing, and that's where the concept came was, from this, originally. Yeah, is, yeah. But this was a more like a fake documentary, right? They created a, a lore around that concept. So the lore mm. is that uh, they were going around actually promoting these causes, uh, try, kind of mm, trying to. Uh, what's the word for it? When you. Uh, demonstrating, right? Or uh, when you go around and you collect signatures, what's that called? Why, why can't I not uh, think of it? They're going around, like, know. petitioning. That's what it is. Yeah, but They're trying to petition yeah. for these different things, and what they really are promoting is uh, happiness through partying, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, I, I went into this because I, I had never watched these guys before I haven't heard about them. Uh, this was kind of like something that uh, you uh, recommended to me. Uh, so I thought this was going to be more like a prank kind of show. Right. Okay. Uh, well, it is. It uh, is to a degree. It is to a degree, yes. And it's kind of like it's it's. I would call it Borat light. It's like Borat. Mixed with like a, a YouTube type prankster right. type thing, I guess. Um, yeah. Here, actually, let's watch a video from back in the day. Let's see when this is from 2020. So I'll send it to you. They went on a. They went on Fox News, fro. Um, back in 2020, uh, to fight small dong shame. Okay, I'm ready to see this. <laughs> All right, give me a countdown. In three, two, one, go. So this is Jesse Waters on Fox. Look at <laughs> the guy on the he right. Looks so, he looks so stoned. That's one of our favorite cities. Yeah, this place is dope. Y'all would love it down here. All right, so... Big Super Bowl tomorrow So, night. the whole thing is they're doing this to make fun of Jesse Waters, and he doesn't actually realize that this is a comedy bit, right? Well, we have a huge rager for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, gotta get some brews. We usually have Wood Ranch, cater it, maybe get some burgers and some steaks, which is cool. But, Jesse, there is actually uh, an announcement that JT and I, we want to make to the world. See, he doesn't know they're going to say this right now. We have small dongs. <laughs> of dudes out there who feel bad about their wieners and dudes look at him he's going to his earpiece like wait <laughs> 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 producers <laughs> producers yeah your dongs you can't do it 
But it's oh, serious, dude. We're yeah. sorry. We can't but do it. We no, just want people right. to know that it's all good, dude. Yeah, you don't have to feel shame, and we're celebrating it. Super Bowl predictions. Super Bowl predictions. I've never seen anyone make it look as easy as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, for sure. But I do love the Niners because California. Um, but right. we will have a rager, and if you're cruising, uh, right. you have a small dong. And I, I really want to. <laughs> So there you go. Uh, the, that's what. Uh, that's before obviously the TV show, but that's what they do, and so that's kind of mm -hmm. their their uh, wheelhouse. It kind of is kind of Tom Green esque, even. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, some of the back in the day. Yeah, Tom and Green even stuff. in this was Howard Stern was in this and things like that. Right. They they the they have a very specific kind of comedy. I could see them back in the day being like guests on Conan. And him, mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's got that kind of, that kind of humor. I, I really like it. I'm, haven't finished it yet, but so far it's really, really good. So, what would you give it so far? Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight. Yeah, I would agree with you. Apparently, uh, Swell yeah. Entertainment is in the show. By the way. Ooh, yeah. nice. Okay. She was at the small That's dong perfect. rally, which cool. comes in later yeah. in the show. So. Uh, the last show I watched was House of the Dragon. Oh, I don't know if great. you heard about this. No, haven't heard of it. No. Haven't seen it it's promoted a, anywhere. No. It's very badly promoted. They need to work on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a, a HBO uh, created by George Martin. Yeah, this is set uh, 200 years before Game of Thrones. I have to say, so I went into this thinking, oh, another Game of Thrones show. Um, there's something I, I, I kind of want to say before, before I want to go into the show, because I feel like when people that make a product that you like really just distaste like i i really hated all of game of thrones and, okay. and all, all of that when they make another show it's kind of hard to uh, give them a green slate and i also think it's very hard to give them a green slate if it's kind of like building upon the of the success of the thing you hated Right. Uh, it's it's kind of like it's 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 um and i i felt very much when i was watching this like this was a very like huge fan service of game of thrones fans like saying like hey we we can make this this is better trust us we 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 promise you, you we will not rape and destroy everything uh, that you loved uh, about this book series. Come on, come on, give us a chance. Right, what so I, I heard was that yeah. if you didn't see the original, you're not going to even understand the concept for this, even though it's you're a not. prequel. Yeah, which... yeah. you're not. And, and that's, that's also a huge, huge, huge red flag. So I, I saw like people calling this outstanding. Everybody was like saying that this was better it even has a flash 
forward moment in the first episode where they kind of like talk about Game of Thrones and what's going to happen in 200 years. That also feels extremely unsincere and extremely... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Wedged in? Yeah, wedged in, put in, pushed in. I really, really, really didn't like this. I I really, 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 really think I tried to go into it being completely neutral, going in thinking uh, it would pro- probably not be my cup of tea, maybe like around a four or something. But I think I think that moment of of when they like oh in 200 years i see the white walkers coming because that's what's happening in a dream in episode one okay i think that is a big fuck you and i felt that middle finger so i am going to give this uh two out of five uh, out of ten sorry all right, well, let's skip forward to some TV news before we do uh, Sandman Episode 3, because House of Dragon, largest premiere in HBO history. Yeah. The Game of Thrones Huge. prequel, House of the Dragon on HBO, was the biggest premiere ever. The show debuted and was watched by 9.986 million viewers across HBO and HBO Max, the largest audience for any new show in HBO's history. This makes me... Go, what happened? All those people that were like, oh, I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate Game of Thrones now. It's the worst. I hate it. Mm. They all were like, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Now I'm going to watch the prequel. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, wow, you really stood by your guns there, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I also remember when there came out news about this prequel where all of the Game of Thrones fans were like, I wouldn't. Never ever going to watch a prequel. How stupid do you think we are? And then they all go and watch it. Right. This is why we keep having crappy Marvel movies that are just going to get worse and worse is because people will keep going watching this crap, even though they say they hate it, then they go and watch it. Right. And, and, and yeah, like I said, I think that the moment where, where, where they like, oh, I see in the future we will have problems with white walkers and um, we, we we have to make our family strong for the future. Like, what the fuck? Right, people wa- watching this is the same reason we have She-Hulk. That's because they know people will go and watch this crap just because it, right. it has Marvel on it or whatever. People will watch it just because it has that Game She-Hulk of Thrones. Was okay. <laughs> sure, I guess I'm just saying, like, the only reason it was created in the first place, let right. alone whether it was good or not, the concept is dumb, so obviously the yeah. only reason it was made is because it has Marvel on it and it's got Hulk in the title. It's the same with this. Yeah. It's like the only reason they made it is because Game of Thrones was successful, but people hated it at the end, and yet people are still going and watching it. It's just, you know, uh, people are sheep, I guess is my point. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, t- chapter three of Sandman we watched also this week. Uh, dream uh-huh. of a little dream of me is the title. Morpheus tracks dream down the last person in possession of his sand and receives an unexpected lesson on humanity. Ethel pays a visit uh, to her son. Right. 
Yeah, uh, this was the best episode so far. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it was a lot better than the last episode. Yeah, and a little better than the first episode, but the first episode was pretty. Mm-hmm. The or the the first two episodes were a lot of build up, uh, and this one's actually right. starting to get into the story. I still have a problem with the character development of the show because we meet a character and then 15 minutes later the character dies and we're supposed to have some kind of emotional connection to that after like just 15 minutes of of knowing them within the show and fro said well they're trying to like pack all the story of the original comic into it and Mm. it feels a little rushed as far as character development goes to me i i kind of agree uh i uh I I think that it would have done them a little good to uh, calm things down. Uh, where I felt like Echoes was too slow, right. I feel sometimes Sandman is rushing it. Um, not saying it's bad, because it's definitely not bad. Uh, I think Patton As- Oswald as uh, as the crow that was fun. Uh, the um, voice is a little weird to me. I mean, I like that this is the comedic relief. That part makes it interesting. It's just right. his voice is so out of place in 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 with the rest of the in show. In the universe, in the yeah. uni- in the universe of the show, yeah. I agree because there was also the most British British thing in this. Right, that was kind of funny. Right, and we're then you have Pat Oswald. The, right. Yeah. In the beginning, they were like, Oh, do you say, madam? <laughs> it's, this girl was just over the... Like, they were like, really gets really British it up. Just really notch the British as far up as you can go with it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to give it a 8.5. I'll give it a 7.5. Um, I uh, just, I feel last, like yeah. maybe, uh, what they need to do is kind of not slow down necessarily, but would maybe what they needed to do was kind of meld together some of the concepts easier from the mm. original. And instead of like going directly off the script, maybe skipping over some of the stuff that isn't as important would have been a good idea. And it doesn't seem like they're doing that. So, mm. Uh, okay, uh, YouTube joins Facebook in banning Andrew Tate. He has published, I think it's like a two and a half hour, like, uh, like statement of this. Uh, Where? Because he's banned on everything. So what did he post it on? <laughs> I don't know, Rumble or something. Maybe his website, because he does have his own website. Maybe. Who knows? Who cares? Uh, but, uh, yeah, no. I uh, like that he's being BBC back. used this picture from 2016 from Big Brother, <laughs> where he looks like a freaking goofball. Uh, Man, he looks like I a... didn't like him back then. <laughs> I remember us... Wa- is this the... F- I want to say this might have been the series of Big the Brother we that we covered together. on the show, possibly. I'm no, not a hundred percent. No, it's this is earlier. This is a year before or something because I know we covered I one think sometime this is before, right yeah. around 2016, 2017. But I could be, you know. Uh, but yeah, he's been banned from 
uh, YouTube, as well as... Slap was the year that we covered it. Oh, was it? Okay, go ahead and look that up. Uh, The Google and social media site took action following Meta's decision to ban him from Facebook and Instagram. Um, He's still on TikTok, as far as I know. Uh, The former Mm -hmm. kickboxer rose to fame in 2016 when he was removed from the Big Brother house over a video where he was seen attacking a woman... He wanted him to gain notoriety online. Yeah, that was the year that we covered it. That that was the year. What? Because I remember that. Uh, it was the year that Andrew Tate was on? Is the year we covered it? Yeah. That's... Because I remember I remember that we talked about him being taken out of the house. Now I want to go back and listen to what we said about it at the time. I, I'm pretty sure... I, uh, I think that... I remember that too, because... That, that, that's what made me think of it is like we covered somebody getting kicked out, but I don't remember if it was him or not. But it, it also coincides I'm with the time where we would have sure. been talking about it. So yeah, um, yeah. I always loved that version of Big Brother. I'm sad that it's gone, to be honest. But uh, oh, yeah, I'm not sad that Andrew Tate's gone necessarily. Um, a lot of people are what? mad about this because they're saying uh, he's being deplatformed, very much like Alex Jones was deplatformed. Yeah. It feels a little, it feels a little Alex Jones the whole thing, uh, and I kind of um, not sure I like that. I guess I the problem with this, this is like Alex Jones did a better job of um, not directly promoting hate speech, even though he indirectly right. was doing it, um, and he did eventually directly do it when it came to the Sandy Hook stuff, and that's why obviously right. these lawsuits are happening. Andrew Tate was directly promoting hate speech. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. there was no, yeah, like, yeah. question of, like, oh, well, is this or is that not um, against the rules? Like, Alex Jones, it was more up in the air as to whether mm-hmm. he was actually breaking rules until he defamed the Sandy Hook families, right? That's when that uh, actually became an issue. Um, and But Andrew Tate from the very beginning has been promoting misogyny and hate against women. So it's not, this is mm. kind of different than the Alex Jones in the sense that this guy actually was promoting hate where Alex Jones promotes hate in a, in more of a, what, professional sense, <laughs> I guess. I don't know how to describe it other than that. Like, uh, the other thing is, though, him getting kicked off is going to increase his notoriety. I even think last yeah, week on the also, podcast, yeah. you said uh, he's becoming infamous instead of famous. Mm. And yeah. this just incre- increases his infamy being kicked off all these platforms. And it is going to add to people seeing him as a martyr. And that's going to mm. increase people seeing him as a... Uh, anti-establishment which is probably going to increase at least for a small amount of time people defending him right um defending his views defending this and that i mean you it's it's the streisand effect you delete him off all these things he's going to come back in other places and it's going to be promoted in other places and those it being promoted in other places where you can't see it then it's the uh, it's the demon in the shadows, right? At that point, and then how do you fight a mm. demon in the shadows? Mm. Yeah, no, uh, I I don't like this. I I think this is uh, uh, 
I mean, it's a, they have their own rules and things like that on YouTube, on Facebook. Right. So he's I, got us, like I said, he's really, got his own website. It's not like he's, a lot of people are making the argument that this is against free speech. Number one, he's not even American. So that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> you can't break free speech laws in America when you're not American. Uh, but he, just like the Alex Jones thing, Alex Jones is still promoting his ideologies on his own website. He's still doing it. And we even mm -hmm. said with the January 6th stuff, would all these people have even gotten as riled up as they did without Alex Jones getting banned off of YouTube and all these other places where he, yeah, no. you know, um, where it created, it, it cr made him a martyr. Um, that's the, the downside of this. The upside is that at least he won't be being promoted to young kids, I guess. Sure. But it creates a Streisand effect where now he's going to be even promoted more in, like I said, the dark areas of the internet. And that's the scary part. Definitely. And that's what's happening with Alex uh, Jones too. So, I mean, you know, yeah. Well, do you know what uh, will not make you a conspiracy theorist? What? Reading books. Uh, you can go to audibletrial.com slash ADC. I guess it depends <laughs> on what books you're reading, but okay, continue. <laughs> That's audibletrial.com slash ADC. I'm actually, uh, right now, no joke. This is uh, the, the, I'm not uh, convinced. It's a coincidence, I, I promise you. I'm right now reading a book by David Gardner called COVID-19, uh, The Conspiracy Theories. Uh, and it's a very, very, very interesting uh, uh, read about like how, how widespread conspiracy theories about COVID-19 was, especially in Britain, where people were burning b down uh, 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 G5 towers. Do you remember this look? Oh, yeah, for it's sure. Like we covered ludicrous. it on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you can get that and other books uh, free uh, for on Audible. If, if you want to cancel it, you probably won't cancel it. You can do that and keep the book. They have also uh, podcasts and lots of lots of uh, other things. So go there. Trust me. Uh, that's www.audibletrial.com slash ADC. Kim Kardashian, Kevin Hart, and Sylvester Stallone accused of drought restriction violations in in LA. Uh, it's okay. It's okay, Luke, because Kim Kardashian has a lot of water in her butt. Is that what they put in there? <laughs> a, I don't know. Uh, um... They're among the biggest names in entertainment and sports. Sylvester Stallone, Dwayne Wade, Kevin Hart, Kim, and Kourtney Kardashian uh, are all being uh, accused of. Um, it says their properties are now subject to the installation of flow restriction devices, which can reduce showers and trickle and silence lawn sprinklers. Uh Customers received notices about their usage in May and June. The Times obtained the documents after filing a request for California Public Records Act. Among the addresses that received notices of this uh, were NBR star Dwayne Wade. So, yeah, the L.A. Times got all this information of who was breaking the rules and who was not. And guess what? It's a bunch of celebrities. 
Yeah. I'm hey, just, I mean, there's what? probably a whole bunch of other people as well, but uh, rich people don't believe the uh, rules uh, apply to them. That's not a new concept in America, I suppose. Yeah, and I totally agree with that. I mean, rich people should uh, just get away with it. I mean, we have had that uh, for years and years. Why should we change it now? Uh, because they'll literally run the state out of water and everybody will will die yeah, but without they, water. But look, look, they are rich. You have to think of their needs before yours. That's true. Money. Or any, For, I any forgot about others. money. Right. Yes. <laughs> Your God uh, on the dollar bill. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Movies, have you seen any? Because I haven't. Yeah, so uh, this the prequel to Orphan. Remember Orphan, the movie? Uh, Didn't like it. It was from like a long ass time ago, too, right? I want to say it was from twenty ten. Oh, it's two twenty uh, two thousand nine. So I was close. Um, I saw the trailer for this this week, and I saw it, and I I saw, it and I was like, no, I'm just not going to watch this. It looks awful i think it was on peacock so i was like okay i'll uh, i'll check it out Ah. i remember seeing the first one and being like oh it's it's a bad movie but it kind of has an interesting twist at the end this is a prequel to a movie with a twist at the end so and it's a movie that's a horror movie this is about a a woman who pretends to be a child so that she can infiltrate a family to try to rob them uh, but she mm-hmm. falls in love with the husband in the family, which is very similar to the original movie, but this is, like, before that happened, which is stupid because you know the ending of the film because, obviously, if it's a prequel, she the bad person doesn't get their comeuppance or doesn't die because there's a next movie, right? So, um, yeah. in that way, it's kind of, you know, Titanic-esque in the sense that you already know the ending of the film, but the journey is more important, I suppose, sometimes. <laughs> uh, and, and Come now- on. You really saw the end of Titanic coming, really? <laughs> right. Really? Uh, in, the, in, 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 in this, it's a very, you know, standard horror movie, not great, not terrible. It's somewhere in like the six range of movies, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. You didn't see any movies, but I also saw The Hater no. this week. Oh. Okay. This, this is about a woman who is like hardcore liberal, uh, but she grew up in Texas. Um, and she loses her job, and she. Uh, she decides, well, she realizes that there's a loophole in Texas law. Uh, specifically, there's a, a candidate that's running for gov- or governor or, no, Senate, something like that. And it's her old high school bully. So she wants to defeat her old high school bully. But to do so, she has to run as a Republican. Uh, but she's like hardcore liberal. So she has to pretend she's a Republican to try to defeat her old Hmm. high school bully, uh, running. So Trump, right. And she's pretending to be, uh, a Republican, but, uh, you know, eventually, eventually it comes out. (laughs) Oh, wow. She actually has all these actual back liberal values. Mm, But she's even working with like a gun lobbying 
person and things like that. So it all, it all spirals out of, out of control, obviously. Um, it's an interesting concept. It, I've always had the idea that there already are people in the Democratic Party who are actually just Republicans who are running as Democrats so that they can so that they can pretend to be Democrats but actually get the Republican values pushed through. And I think it's probably the same on the other side, right? But that's people also oh gosh. Right. Oh, that's that's nice us which That was a weird oh. that weirdly sounded like a politician's name, but okay. Um No. Absolutely not. The, I didn't say anything. This is a, all a comedy, though. You know, it's interesting. It's not terrible. <laughs> it's not great. Uh, I think it's actually based off of another, like, a, a Polish movie that was called... Okay. I think it was... I think it's based off of that. I could be wrong, though. Um, yeah, I would say it's worth checking out. It, I'd give it a... Okay. I'll give it a seven. Seven. Yeah. Well, I know... I know what I am probably going to watch with you this week because today, uh, before we started the recording, the documentary about uh, about McAfee came out. McAfee, okay, yeah. McAfee, yeah. But you know what's coming out on Friday is Lord of the Rings, also. So, do we want to watch Ooh. that or? Oh. This will be a discussion. <laughs> right. You will not hear, hear ladies and You will not going to hear, but we'll decide later. I mean, <laughs> I, I think it is interesting that House of the, House of, House of the Dragon or House of Dragons, whatever yeah, the HBO some... thing came out, and then literally the next week, it's Lord of the Rings, you know? They're like... I know, yeah. It's obviously they're competing with each other on that, on that oh, gigantic oh, yeah. budget TV shows. I have... Heard rumors that uh, the show is amazing. Which uh, one? Oh, the Lord of the Rings. Lord of Rings. Has yeah. it already been previewed by people? Oh, I guess probably like some people the have press. seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, I think I think there's uh, the, what do they, what do they call it when they can't like talk about things like super in in advanced. They call it something special when it comes to movies and TV. Screener? A lockdown. No, a lockdown or like they oh, have I, a, I don't a know. silence period or yeah. Whatever. Sure. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, some people have seen it and said it's like superb. So we will see. My relationship with Lord of the Rings is like, I always thought the movies were really well acted, really well shot. The special effects were amazing Loved for the, the time. Movies. Yeah. A little too long for my taste and i don't yeah. i don't necessarily have a huge connection with it um but i appreciate the cinematography and how much it took to create them uh have you seen the hobbit movies i saw the hobbit i didn't see the other one yeah yeah uh, terrible movies that one was bad yeah but i actually yeah. this, the weird part is i like the book the hobbit more than i like the lord of the rings books which is, uh, is strange also. uh yeah i probably do as well yeah. It, well, it's shorter. Maybe that has something yeah, to do with it. That helps. Yeah. Uh, and it's not as like long-winded as the other books. I mean, uh, Two Towers. Uh, when I read Two Towers, I remember there's a lot of walking, and that's <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's just generally a lot of like, walking in that whole series. Oh, 
There's so much walking in 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 into the hours. But yeah, I mean, oh. as far as my relationship to the original movies, it's like I'm I like them, but not in the way that a lot of people are like obsessed with them. I guess. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm. I'm a little more uh, fanboy than you. Sure. Uh, I I think they are perfectly length. Actually, I like the uh, director's cut better than. Oh really? The, okay. Than the cinema cut. Yeah, yeah. I I I want them like three hours long. Uh, I think I I I think they are just perfect cinema. To be honest, like I I think. I think they are probably the best uh, filmation of a book series I ever seen. Uh, I can't like really think of something that comes even close to it. Uh, so I really loved, loved, loved the three movies. I hated all the Hobbit movies. I saw all three of them, uh, and they get even more boring as they go. It feels a little like the crimes of Dumbledore movies, like for the Harry Potter franchise. Why I haven't like bothered to see them because I'm, I'm a, I wouldn't say like I'm a huge Harry Potter fran- uh, f- movie fr- uh, franchise uh, lover, but I like them as much as I wouldn't like see a remake or or or. Like like I said, Professor Dumbledore secrets I couldn't give two shits about. I think nowadays being a Harry Potter fan is an iffy road to try to travel, considering everything that the author has gone through in the last. But few that years. that's the author, yeah. Yeah, I mean the best ever adaptation was clearly the 1988 BBC version of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So. I know that you're saying that and you don't mean it, but I think so. Yes, but I I'm not sure. I, that's more a TV show. It is a TV show, I guess. Yeah, I love that version. And if you talk, talk bad bad about that version, you and me can. Did you ever see uh, the Prince Casp? No, uh, the Caspian Vo- movie. Yeah. No, the one where the the part of the TV show they did a sequel of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, where it's him on yeah. the, uh, them on the ocean, and then they travel yeah. to the the place with the invisible people. That was like yeah. the weirdest, weirdest one of those ever. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I liked it too in the eighties. I don't think it's hold. I, I don't think it's gonna hold up though. I, I I saw Narnia the Narnia series like last year. Oh okay. I loved it. Oh yeah yeah. I loved it. Anyway, uh, let's see a movie trailer for a movie that I'm okay interested in. Uh, spin me round round baby round round. Testing growth has a program, but they take all the top managers to Italy. Amber. Pack your bags. What? You're going to Italy. Okay. You're gonna fall in love. Okay, I was kind of thinking that too. Is that what people in Norway think? If you go to Italy, you just fall in love? That is like a weird thing in America. Okay, it's not just an American thing, alright. Why do people think that, that you go to a specific location and that means love is in the air? I always thought that was the dumbest concept. Dressed. Up on that. Okay. Oh. 
What roles do love and affection play in your life? Where is this going? I'm really happy you're here, Amber. Something's got to happen interesting, right? She's getting scammed, obviously. It looks like she's getting scammed to me. Okay. The repository for Nikki's dirty secrets. Fred Armiston? Oh, Fred Armiston? You seem so open-minded. <laughs> Why does everyone keep telling me that? <laughs> oh, I like him too. Oh, him. What's his? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know his name at all, but yeah, he's very funny though. I have no idea what this movie is about from the trailer. Me neither. Program sucks. Lighten up a little bit, please. What? <laughs> this may have been one of the worst yeah. trailers I've ever seen. Yeah, no, that's that's probably the worst trailer I have I've ever seen in my life. That was terrible. I have no clue what we just even watched. <laughs> Honestly, I have no concept. But yeah, I guess no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But look, what is this Oscar nominated movie all about? Because if I don't ask you that, this isn't another digital citizen. Uh, yeah, I I was gonna tell you what it was about, but the description just says "Spin Me Round" is a American romantic thriller film directed and co-written by Jeff Baina and Alison Brie. Yeah, so that's not a description. Let me go to the IMDb really quick. Even the description on Google is not telling you what it's about, and the trailer's not telling you what it's about. So, uh, a woman wins all-expense-paid trip to company's gorgeous institute outside Florence, and also the chance to meet a restaurant chain's wealthy and charismatic odor owner. She finds a different adventurer than the one she imagined. Even that doesn't tell me what the fuck it's about. Yeah. Now I kind of want to see it. Maybe that's the... They're yeah. like... We're going to make it mysterious, and then you're going to have to watch it. <laughs> well, Casey says it's unwatchable, disjointed, misogynic, uh, and offensive. Utterly lacking in comedy or wit. And give it half a star on Rotten Tomatoes. But uh, Camden, Camden, give it full star and says... One of the best movies I have seen all year. The comedy, were, the comedy was smart and actually funny. The strengths of the cast were used to its advantage. And the plot was not predictable. Alison Brie and Jeff Bina are the great team of actor-director and co-writers. Seeing this in theater with the full house instead of streaming sites. Only enchanted viewing. Highly recommended and I would see it again. Right, I didn't give the scores, but it's got a 5.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, 58% on Metacritic, 51% of Google's Google users liked it. Let's see, uh, it's got a 30% audience score. So not great scores. Um, on IMDb, Mr. Bre Views 15 says, 2 out of 10, one of the worst movies of the year. If you enjoy Ooh. reading... Uh, Reading this, uh, check out my blog, they say. Spin Me Around is a purposely mm. wacky and extremely absurd, ultimately going way 
over a fine line between it's so ridiculous that it's fun and growing to annoyance at the amount of cringe displayed on the screen each minute you watch. Uh, Ryan Madrid 21 says one out of 10 dumpster fire. What a bore. I assume this was supposed to be a comedy or something, but there was no jokes. Characters are flat and lifeless. Seems like nobody wanted to be in this movie. They look, this looked like one of those forgettable films that pop up when one of one no-name streaming service uh, that that shows up on a no-name stre- streaming service that nobody has. How does this director keep <laughs> getting funded for these terribly boring movies? Okay, well, well we, he's done some good stuff. We we, we found I out. love some of his movies, so yeah. Uh, I guess I could see why people wouldn't like some of them, but I liked Horse Girl for specifically Horse a lot. Girl was amazing, yeah. Ollie Master seventy seven twenty one though says eight out of ten, funnest movie in a decade. I'm only halfway through this movie, and I had to stop to write a review about it, being it's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. So many little things that will make you laugh, laugh if you're clever enough. I don't think you should stop halfway through a movie and write a review though. I think that's bad review. Uh, Con- concept like should you do a should you review a res- restaurant halfway through the meal probably not mm. well let's talk about the movie that i almost watched in the cinema this week okay uh, it's a long story uh but uh, uh i got some free tickets to beast but i didn't watch it uh, recently, uh, without uh, Dr. Nate Daniels and his two teenage daughters traveled to South African Game Reserve managed by Martin Battles, an old family friend and wildlife biologist. However, what begins as a journey of healing turns into a fearsome fight for survival when a lion, a survivor of bloodthirsty poachers, begins stalking them because lions are very 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 known for stalking human beings i've seen the commercial for this and it just i do not want to see this film um i i i i watched a trailer i had uh, i had gotten free tickets and mm-hmm. i was like yeah maybe i should go and then i watched the trailer and i was like no no <laughs> Another thing that came out, Delilah's gone. Accused of murdering his sister, a man with an intellectual disability embarks on a quest to clear his name and find out who's responsible. 4.6 out of 10 on IDB, 30% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4 to 5 on Common Sense Media. Uh, Not great scores there. Next movie is a Dragon Ball Super Superhero. That's a redundant title, if I have ever heard of it. Mm -hmm. Uh... It says that it's a Japanese computer animated martial arts movie. It's dra- and Dragon it's, Ball. Uh, yeah. Yeah, people behind Dragon Ball. Uh, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's pretty good. I watched the original series of Dragon Ball. I never watched like the more recent stuff. So I have a feeling that I, if you haven't seen that stuff, that this movie is not going to make any sense. But I, I haven't seen the original version of Dragon Ball, I think. The, I watched it with a friend uh, before playing soccer. Uh, mm. We would watch it, and then we would go to soccer practice every day uh, when I was a kid. Good memories. Mm. Uh, get away if you can. 
a married couple sailing the o- open ocean hits a breaking point when they come across a dangerous, deserted island where they are forced to make drastic decisions to survive. 3.2 out of 10 on IMDb, 22% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 3, po- 3 out of 5 on Common Sense. So, uh, not looking great there. It's got Ed Harris and Riley Smith. Oh, and Martina Guzman. Uh, oh, well, or from uh, first kill, uh, Luke talked about it. Yeah, we can uh, skip over that, I guess. Six one, po- yeah. You said maybe uh, what it got on scores as well. I don't remember. Six, go over, yeah. Go over the scores, I guess. Yeah, six one point six point one out of ten on IMDb, seventy three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fifty three percent on Metacritic's, and eighty six percent of Google users liked the movie. Right, and I gave it a six. So, uh, which one do I want to? I you know I saw one movie this week, but I think the one I would most want to see. Uh, hmm, that's hard. I guess Spin Me Round is the one I want to see the most. Yeah, me too. And I think maybe Get Away if you can. It's a good second. Yeah, but the scores. I mean, it's got twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but hmm. that's kind of why I want. To but it's got a lot of good actors, it. so yeah, that's yes. a little weird. Yeah. Uh, next week we will talk news of the week, TV and movies of the week. Uh, Sandman episode four review, another digital review of Samaritan. Is that the the new? Um, Rocky movie? The guy that played in Rocky? Is it a movie about Rocky? Is that what you're asking me? No, the guy that played in Rocky. I have no clue. Okay. The newest one, or like the Sylvester Stallone Rocky? Oh, Sylvester Stallone. That was the one I was Oh, that... Because I was wondering if you meant Michael B. Jordan, possibly. Yeah, it is the new. Uh, it is the new movie with him. Oh, okay. Cool. So it's not based off Rocky, though. It's not like a Rocky movie. No. No. Okay. No, no. Uh, it's just that I couldn't remember. Remember Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone's, Stallone's name. name. Okay, you should just ask me. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing without even reading a description or knowing anything about it. That he does something really nice, but then it turns out that he gets in trouble for it. Right, and I know that this is is a superhero movie. Oh, it's a superhero <laughs> movie, alright. Well, that doesn't mean I couldn't still be right about the the plot line, though. It's kind of, it's kind of Hancock-y. I fucking hated that yeah. movie. God, I hated that yeah. film. <laughs> it's a terrible movie. But, uh, it looks... Why did yeah. they make that film? Hancock. When it came out, I remember being like, "What the fuck is this? Why would anybody make this movie?" It's it's not good. Yeah, no, it's terrible. All right, let's talk about Deaf Noodles. Yeah, and uh, and everything that's happening with it. Everything around it. I, I. So he made a show. He that made was... another video today about it. Even yeah, I know. I know. So he made a show that kind of was like a roast battle, mm-hmm. uh, where people would come and like roast each other. It was stupid. Uh, I didn't think it was that funny. 
I didn't um, really see any. I've just seen the clips, but from the clips that I've seen, it wasn't really well received. Yeah. No, and uh, I, 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 I think I think uh, a lot of the criticism that has come towards him is definitely criticism that he should have. Like instead of getting buttered and saying, "Oh, this is this, this is free. Why is people complaining?" Uh, See, this is the problem: uh, is you're starting with like halfway through the story, really, because he was already right. getting shit on by all these people for like. Did you see the iNabber video on this? No, iNabber did an hour long video talking about how he said some things, made some jokes on Twitter, and then went on Papa Gut, is like a Twitch streamer, he went on Papa Gut's thing to defend himself for these things he said on Twitter, and then that made him even look worse, where he was oh, really? basically saying, like, uh, he doesn't really care what people think about him, he's he doing his own thing, and saying, like, this is who, I, this is me, where before I was Deaf Noodles, which was a character. And in the I Never thing, he's basically pointing out, like, is Deaf Noodles a character or is it not a character? Like, what was what's a character and what's not a character when it comes to Dennis, the person, and who's Deaf Noodles, right. the character? Are they different or are they not? Um, and that fans kind of got upset with him because he was saying things as Deaf Noodles in on one Twitter and then... Uh, repeating them as Dennis, but then... So then fans started getting mad because they said he was untrustworthy or something, and that he was mm. uh, not doing the things he that they wanted him to do, basically. Which I see as, like, that's not your job as a fan to tell him, I want you to be this way. So I think that was a dumb argument to begin with, but it, he, he kind of went against the fans in the Papa Gut interview... And then this whole thing came up with the roast battle where he started changing his content from being one thing to being something else. And then the mm. roast battle happened and he was already defensive over this whole thing with Papa Gut and the fans being mad at him, which you saw some defensive videos on his channel before the Moist Critical thing happened. Then Charlie comes out with this video, which I thought was totally reasonable of him to be like, hey, yeah. this is goofy and it's didn't go off well and is silly and then he gets all super because defensive it wasn't, it wasn't yeah it wasn't it wasn't good it was pretty offensive it was pretty out there i i didn't like i i didn't like anything of what i saw to right be honest i look and so and he got but instead of just being like okay that didn't go well and people weren't happy with it he got defensive about it and not only posted yeah. like he posted a, or he posted a defensive video instead of he's just stopped making his own content at this point. All he's doing is yeah, doing yeah. videos about him defending himself against other people's accusations, and it's like you just and, and he says that he hates drama, and that's like that's maybe like the biggest shit thing up in here is like he's like I don't want to be in drama. Well. You're reacting to it, and you're creating even more drama by reacting to the drama. And so, when the thing like, with before the whole roast battle thing was that the fans were upset that he was like going in this different direction with his content, and now he's gone so far off that that now the fans are even more like just go look at the 
the uh, um, comments below, like all the vid his most recent yeah, videos. Yeah, I've seen it. All yeah. of his all of his fans are like, "Why aren't you? Why are you making the content that like I actually signed up for your channel to see? I I came here to see news put in a way that like uh, is for like internet news." And now you're just doing your own like drama shit, and you're you basically become Trisha Paytas at this point. Yeah, and that's yeah. not what people signed up to see. So um, when I saw him put out an hour plus long like podcast, basically about it, I, I was oh, like, that was so awful. You've basically dug your own grave at this point, yeah. right? And I I almost I kind of want to defend him, but at this point, there's no defending him because he's dug himself yeah. so far in the hole. Yeah, no, I watched that, and it was so cringy. It was. Just I didn't so even watch cringy. it. I watched the short ones. So, I watched. So the, I watched half of the one this morning, and I couldn't even get through it. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad, but at the same time, he just needs to like let it go. If he just let it go and went back to doing his like original concept, like you know, news show, eventually people are gonna forget about it. But he's not letting it go. And it's just yeah, it's not healthy. Uh, when once he went against like when he went against Moist Critical the first video, it was like okay. But once he did it twice and then a third time, it was like yeah, you don't. That's like somebody who on the internet is, I would say, an arbiter of reasonable thought, right? So to go against him is like just. Uh, it's a lose-lose. And lose. It's, so, it's so sad, because I, I really, really want Dennis to succeed. Well, I, really well, I not only that, is like, I would wake up in the morning, and one of the first things I do I would do was watch Def Noodles to see what yeah. was going on with internet drama. And we even would, I would use that as like a tool for this podcast to find out about internet drama sometimes. Like when I would mm -hmm. wake up and watch him on the toilet. And now that he's not making that and all the content is him just talking about himself, it's like, uh, that's not there anymore. And it's kind of just annoying that, uh, I don't want to unsubscribe yet. You know what I mean? But I don't, I feel like, and I don't feel like he's, I feel like he's just uh, stuck in a loop that he feels like he has to defend himself against all this, even though he really doesn't. And I don't really think he did anything necessarily cancelable or anything like that, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there was this one comedian that was white that used the N-word during the... Okay. But did he do it, or was it somebody no. that was... Right. Right, okay, so he promoted some things that were bad but him himself i right. don't see he, i didn't think he i don't think he did any cancelable offenses necessarily as far as like he uh i feel like some of this is just being like pushed by like people like keemstar and stuff too so mm. there's that i don't want to pile on uh, even deaf noodles like i don't want to pile on this and or i mean moist critical was like i don't want to pile on him in it, he said that in his video, and after Def Noodles responded, as far as I can tell, uh, Charlie has not made another video about it, and I have a feeling he's going to try to deal with it offline, because that's what really needs to happen here. Right, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I, I also think. Yeah. Yeah. The whole situation is just yeah. sad. It's sad. Something that's not sad, Crowder is off YouTube. <laughs>
<laughs> Steven Crowder yeah. can go fuck himself, that guy. He's an idiot. Uh, what an idiot. Yeah, no, uh, he, he has a lot of money and a lot of followers, and he will not be anything worse off being off YouTube. Actually, it will help him. So he, uh, Yeah, he's going to show up on Gab and all those other places, and he's still going to have... He's always is. He's on Rumble all, already, and he right. has his own like club where people can play, pay to watch On his, his website shows, so. and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, kicking all these people off of all these platforms is just creating another ecosystem for them all to, like, congregate, which... I mean, I guess is kind of an interesting concept because then you know if you want to see that kind of stuff. If you want to see what those crazy people are thinking, you can go to, like, one or two places. You know, it's Gab, it's Rumble, it's, uh... What's the other one that I'm not thinking of right now? Well, there's True Social, obviously. <laughs> the best website to not be on. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean... Yeah, kicking all of them, all these people off of YouTube and stuff has created a whole new ecosystem of that they can make money on. So, yeah, I mean, like we said, Steven Crowder has been begging to get kicked off of YouTube for years oh, at this point. He's I mean, been trying I, as hard I, as he can. He was really, really trying to get uh, get out of YouTube. So because he knows it'll not... turn him into a martyr, and that's yeah. what, and he's like, yeah. "Fuck it, I'm just, I, I get me off of there." He probably like, I bet you all of his. Shit was demonetized anyways. He probably wasn't making any money off of his videos, so he's like, I don't really give a shit if I'm on YouTube. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Why would he care if he's not making any money there? So he might as well get demonet or he might as well get kicked off because it just promotes him more. It's mm. weird to think about, but that kind of goes back with the whole, you know, Andrew Tate thing, I suppose, also. Anyway. Uh, Unicorn yeah, Riot uh, did a big drop last night, more Patriot Front stuff, a big drop of, oh, cool. of videos of, like, um, training things with, like, the crazy uh, nut jobs. It's kind of interesting mm -hmm. to watch. I've only seen a few of it, but it's a huge drop. There's, like, 40 videos or something all that got posted within, like, a few hours, so. That's cool. Yeah, go check out Unicorn Riot. They always... Uh, have some underground news that you're not going to see anywhere else for sure. Uh, did you watch the Mr. Beast video where he survived the plane crash? Well, that's some clickbait, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was so clickbaity. It wasn't even really that great of a video either. It was really, really bad. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was pretty bad. Uh, for especially for a Mr. Beast video, and you know they spent a shit ton of money to like buy that plane and everything, and it just didn't seem like it was worth it. Uh, I think that might be about it. I mean, anything else that you can think of? Uh... Eh. No, not uh, anything else other than it's starting to be racist to say vinegar. What's wrong with vin like apple cider vinegar or something? What's mm -hmm. wrong with vinegar? If you say it slowly. Oh, well, yeah, I guess that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that could be true. Uh, sure. Yep. Oh, I sent you the worst commercial ever for KFC. Did you watch it? Oh, no. Oh, okay. Let me find it again. Uh, where did I post it? I think I sent it to you. Oh, the big uh, old, old air bowl. Yeah, that I watched. Yeah, yeah. It is 
awful. I hate that commercial, and it plays all the time. <laughs> and it's got this stupid jingle that possibly the worst jingle in a commercial I've seen since, I don't know, the 80s, probably. Big old bowl for five bucks. It's I just want to, like, punch the commercial in the face. Yeah. If, if a commercial had a face, I would punch it. But uh, at least it's not Jingle Way. Jingle Bell. Jing, jingle jingle all, all the way? I'm not uh, sure. That was a real stretch there. I, I don't. Uh, let's eat some Nothing Burgers and get out of here. What do you say? Yeah, I'm actually going to have a hamburger for dinner because that sounds good. So. Mm. Make one to me too. I'll make a double. Nothing burger. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, from Norway, my name is Fro. From the Americas, my name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, bye, everybody. Another digital, another digital, another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. 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 Citizen.